A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a rather cold, malicious compliance story. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, call the police? Don't mind if I do. I'm a train driver in the UK. Weekday commuters and busy periods are fine. They know what they're doing and where they're going. Weekenders are another story. They rock up and have no idea where they're going and act indignant when we tell them the route they want to take is full of engineering works. However, the worst is summer holiday teenagers. It's school holidays at the moment here in the UK, so they're just pissing around for the fun of it. Last week, I had one teenage girl block a set of doors from closing. I did my usual PA spiel of, you might not have anywhere to go, but the hundred or so other people on board want to get home or to work. This usually gets the ones bothered the most to get up and see what's going on. Wasn't enough for this girl. I went back and asked her what the problem was. She remained silent and refused to look at anyone, but looked at me and said, get the police then. In the end, police were called, and we waited on the platform for 40 minutes for them to arrive and take her away. Last night, it was the second to last stop before I was to take the empty train back to the depot and go home. After a 9 hour shift, I was done. I tried to close the doors and they wouldn't lock fully. Tried again a few times and then saw it was the door behind me. I got out of my cab and saw it was the same girl. Oh, you were the same girl that held up my train for 40 minutes last week. They say, no, it wasn't me. It was. Unknown to her, I'd been told over the radio to expect delays into the terminus station, as they were dealing with an incident and police were there. I just said to her, listen, I know it was you, it's my last train of the night, and I want to go home on time, so you can either shut up and sit down, I'll drag you out, or I can get the police to come deal with you. She obviously remembered police coming the week before, so she went and sat down. Unbeknownst to her, I used the six-minute journey time between that station and Terminus Station to call the signaler and request police assistance on arrival. When I pulled in, there were six police officers waiting for us. I didn't open the doors and let police in through my cab door and pointed her out. The fish mouth on her was priceless as I said, you told me to call the police. It's so satisfying just to have the police come out and just deal with nonsense like this. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, evening delivery drivers love to comply. So I'm a 28-year-old male, and my job is to deliver milk and goods overnight as people sleep. I've been doing this job for close to a year, and I've always done my deliveries the same. However, recently for one night, I had three homes that were suddenly in a bad mood and tried to give me some trouble. You know, as people do. So firstly, I was heading to an area with three homes for delivery, which I just run on their driveways, because why wouldn't I? 
Normally it's quiet, but today I had a black BMW slowly moving ahead of me, going the same way into the same street. We both parked up and I grabbed the deliveries and ran to each door, made the first delivery, then ran across a driveway to get to the house next to it, or I'd need to run around a massive bush. So I go across the drive, deliver, and run back. Remember that black BMW? Well, a woman left it and barked at me for running over her driveway, which okay, I get, but she shouted. Late at night, I should add. Don't run across my driveway, then stormed off. I simply said okay, while continuing to deliver to the last house. Well, her driveway has a very small lawn around it, so now I run over that. She's looked at me a few times from her windows but hasn't said a word. I mean, I did comply. I didn't run on her driveway. The second one was an area with two homes for delivery, three homes with one, and three needing a delivery. So I park up near house two so I can run to one and three. However, house 2 has a tiny patch of grass that leads to 3. I've been running over this for a year, but it's so small that one foot is all that lands on it. But today, the owner poked his head out and again at night shouted, Do not step on my lawn! Like before, I said sure as I continued to run, because if I stop to interact, then I know they'll go on and on. Next time I went there, he was watching, so I did just what he said. I ran as per usual and jumped over the grass delivered and then ran and jumped over it again, got in the van and drove off. I mean, I complied, right? The small patch of lawn isn't well kept, it's dying and covered in urine patches or dug holes. Last one of the night was a really old lady, just a single delivery to her house. She has a stone walkway with no other way to get to the door, but for some reason was really annoyed because I shifted too many stones with my massive feet and boots. I'm a size 12, UK size, wearing steel-capped construction boots, because a crate of milk falling on your feet will deal some nasty damage. So instead, I just jumped onto her wall, walked across it, dropped off her milk, and off I went. I'm 6 foot 4, so this tiny wall was effortless to step on. She just looked at me, said nothing but huffed, and walked in with her milk. Another happy customer. Funnily enough, these are the only issues I've ever had in one year. I guess the world decided to change it up a bit. I'm of the opinion that as long as you're not, like, damaging any property, you're doing a great thing by delivering something to me. You just gotta have way too much time to whine and moan about that. This next story is, find a new job? Okay. I've been working as a civil servant in the United States for about four years now. Last year, I celebrated my three-year anniversary working in the same office but I'd been doing the same exact job all of those years, which I've enjoyed. I was ready to do a different workload. Because I'm a civil servant, I have plenty of job opportunities within my job series that do all kinds of different things. I also need to change the workload I'm doing to gain a breadth of experience in my career to qualify for higher paying positions. I spoke to my supervisor about my career goals and asked what I could do to broaden my experience. He asked for time to think about it and came back a few weeks later saying that he knew some other organization's supervisors who he could ask for a trade. An employee swap, one for one. I had my doubts that someone would agree to that but figured it was better than nothing. A few weeks pass and I followed up with him a couple of times without response. So I go to his office to ask about it. He dismissively said that nobody had anybody willing to trade one for one so he recommended I search on my own for a different position if I felt strongly about it. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I did, starting that day. Within four months, I landed another position in the supply chain, which would give me more breadth of experience and gave him my two weeks. Then all of a sudden, he and his boss were frantically trying to find something within that organization to move me like I had asked for months before. Guess what? Too late. Got a great supervisor who held several meetings with me, about monthly on average, specifically to help me prepare myself for my next move into a better paying seat. He really wants me to move into supervision, but I think I'll pass for now until I can max out my non-supervisory pay scale first. Then I can move into supervision at a much higher pay if I decide I want to do so. Now, supervisors' pay scales are not nearly as easy to climb as it is for non-supervisory pay scales. All I can say is, is if you as a boss show that you want your employees to succeed, I am much more likely to run through a wall for you. Our next story is, let us paint the walls however we like while secretly trying to evict us? Okay. Background, my cousin, her wife, and their two kids live in a rented apartment along with five other resident units in a European country. It's not completely upscale, but it's definitely not slum, and it's a really beautiful place. And by lived, their landlord decided to evict as many residents as he could, so he could renovate and bump up the rent by three times. Pretty crappy. This all occurred starting back in September. Now, Scumlord, as my cousin passionately called him, had tried to keep it a secret. But another tenant who did work on the apartments for a reduced rent found paperwork when he was fixing a broken window at Scumlord's residence. A very, very nice house. He shared it with the other residents because that paperwork were drafts of eviction notices for random things. Example, pictures of the residents of apartment 3 have been leaving garbage in the hallway. According to my cousin, who lived in apartment 3, they kept finding bags of garbage outside their door. Not theirs, but ones full of fast food takeout and very unsettling magazines. My cousin's vegetarian. She and her wife try not to eat takeout. It's definitely not their garbage. But back to the story. Basically, my cousin, her wife, and the other residents came together in their courtyard and realized that their landlord was faking these sorts of things to get them all evicted. With photographic evidence, none of them were very happy especially since one apartment was apparently being rented by couples who just had their first child. Another held an elderly couple who had nowhere else to go. Three families, including my cousins who had been living there for over 10 years, and the maintenance guy who couldn't find anywhere closer to work and didn't have a car. And rent prices were already skyrocketing. These guys literally had nowhere else to go. Of course, they found this out while Scumlord was out of town, so they couldn't confront him. As they were stewing over this, my cousin's wife, let's call her Allie, had an idea. 
She and my cousin had been planning to repaint their living room because the paint was peeling, and Scumlord had said, in email, paint it. He didn't specify how it was painted or what color was used. Allie suggested that they all get permission to repaint their places, but in horrendous ways, then move out quickly. Everyone except the older couple jumped on board, which, as my cousin explained to me, they didn't want to start a fight in a losing battle. The elder couple later managed to move into a retirement community that one of the families found for them to go to. Anyways, the rest of the residents agreed to it, and Scumlord was sent an email request for the repaints. And he basically said, go for it, in each one. I guess he thought he could get free paint jobs done from them. So, while juggling their normal lives, my cousin's family and the four other units all have to find new places, start packing, set up everything for the painting, and repaint their walls. My cousin decided to be extra vindictive and buys a crap ton of black paint along with varying neon colors. She and Allie had then painted on as many layers of black paint as they could, after using primer of course, in every single room. Even the bathrooms and ceilings weren't spared. They finished in about mid-November, and then they let their kids, 5 and 8, loose with the neon colors. I'm talking handprints, random swaths of paint, they got footprints on the ceiling, and just every random thing those two kids wanted. It, according to my cousin, was a glorious, horrific disaster. She told me there was even a butt print though she could have been exaggerating. She didn't know what the other places were like, only hearing that the maintenance guy had painted rainbows everywhere, that the family in apartment 5 had just thrown different colored paints on the walls at random, etc. Thankfully they, my cousin's family, managed to find a place before Christmas which was smaller, but it was in a good area of their town. They sent their moving notice and booked it. Two weeks later, after they settled into their new place, Scumlord is blowing up their cells. He was pissed by all the new looks. He wanted to sue them and threatened court. Cousin and Allie obliged. Court day comes and Scumlord actually had a lawyer and was suing all five of the former resident families at once. He claimed a whole bunch of crap, including all the reasons for the evictions. The maintenance guy destroyed him, provided proof about the fake eviction evidence. For example, apparently some of the garbage included receipts from Scumlord's own purchases. That damage to the sink in the apartment 6 was actually from Scumlord trying to fix it, etc. Then, they all provided the email printouts of the paint requests, pointing out how Scumlord never specified how it was to be painted or the colors. The judge threw Scumlord's case out and ordered him to pay restitution for damages. My cousin's family got the restitution, and she watched in glee as Scumlord struggled to undo the paint damages before apparently giving up and tried to sell the building. You would definitely think that if they're going to give the green light on somebody repainting an apartment, they would have some kind of rule or specification on what you can and can't do. This guy was a terrible owner in every way. Our next story is getting kinky with my frigid roommate. I used to rent a room in my old roommate's condo. We generally got along, but he was a bit stingy and would get really anal about certain things that affected me unfairly as a paying roommate. The biggest point of contention was the thermostat. I like to be comfortable and would keep it at 70. He preferred 65 to save money, even though he was well off. 
I tried to compromise, but it descended into us each moving the thermostat when the other left. Finally, he put his foot down and said it has to stay at 65. Unfortunately for my roommate, I learned about bimetallic strips that old thermostats use to gauge temperature. Two metals are back to back in a coil. As one expands more than the other, the coil unwinds and turns the furnace on or off. Knowing this, I agree to keep it at 65, but I didn't agree not to put a teensy tiny kink in the strip behind the dial to change what 65 meant to the furnace. Several times he thought, it's not stupidly cold in here, and started obsessively checking the dial to catch me red-handed. He was so confused when it was exactly at 65 every time. Eventually, he started setting it even cooler to compensate, but with a subtle kink here or there, I managed to stay comfortable while keeping the peace. Is it the most ethical form of malicious compliance? Maybe not, but it sure seemed effective. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of malicious compliance, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.